Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Derm of the Day podcast. This episode, we're going to continue on with some of our infectious etiologies for skin conditions. So we'll jump right into the case presentation for today. We have a 15-year-old male swimmer who presents for an extremely pruritic lesion on his ankle. He states that he, being a swimmer, often goes barefoot on the pool deck. He also frequently showers at the pool after practice. On physical exam, you note an erythematous annular plaque with a scaly border and central clearing. So first, come up with your differential here, and then we'll jump in and go a little more in depth with this condition. So kind of an umbrella term for this condition is going to be dermatophytosis, but on the ankle, um, this is going to be tinea corporis. Some clues in the question um, that kind of key you into a dermatophyte infection. You have that classic annular scary or scaly plaque with the central clearing. It's also very itchy. And then other clues include the fact that this patient is a swimmer. He's often barefoot in public places. Um, You know, other common patients may be wrestlers or people that go barefoot kind of in public places where they can get exposed. So dermatophytosis is caused by infection of the most superficial layers of the skin with dermatophytes. The most common dermatophytes, I remember, with the mnemonic MET, or M-E-T, you have microsporum, epidermophyton, and then trichophyton. So those are your three most common species, with trichophyton being the number one most common cause. Other risk factors include diabetes mellitus, peripheral vascular disease, immunocompromised status, as well as excessive skin moisture predominantly occurring kind of in moist, sweaty areas of the skin. The pathophysiology of dermatophytosis kind of already touched on. Basically, these dermatophytes, these organisms infect the cornified layers, namely the stratum corneum of the epidermis, and kind of are able to metabolize the keratin proteins in the skin um, and live in that top layer there. Clinically, and what a lot of questions kind of focus on and uh, require knowledge of uh, is the naming. So these kind of dermatophyte infections or superficial dermatophyte infections are mostly called tinea. Um, So I'm sure you've heard that in relation to athlete's foot and other similar infections, but the key here is to be able to differentiate the naming based on which part of the body the dermatophyte infection is occurring in. So if the infection is primarily just on the body, um, so not the head, not the feet, not the toenails, just kind of normal body skin, it's going to be termed tinea corporis. And that is kind of our classic presentation that we talked about with the erythematous annular scaly plaque just on normal skin in the body. If the dermatophyte infection involves the hands or the feet, um, you can have a tinea pedis for the feet or a tinea manuum 
for the hands and primarily the feature you will see with that is going to be interdigital scaling with erosions and then also thickened skin on either the palms or soles. So the key oftentimes it'll involve kind of interdigital spaces between the fingers or toes um, and then you get scaling you can have some erosions as well. If the dermatophyte infection involves kind of the growing area this is termed tinea cruris C-R-U-R-I-S. A key here to differentiate from some other infections is that tinea cruris often spares the scrotum in male patients. And then if the dermatophyte infection involves the um, scalp of the patient, it is termed tinea capitis. And with that, you'll see scaling, hair loss is pretty common. You can also get like a secondary scarring alopecia following a primary uh, dermatophyte infection or primary tinea capitis can also and i've seen this tested a couple times result in a boggy inflammatory mass so kind of this um, pretty thick and purulent looking um, mass on the scalp and that is called a carrion so just keep that in mind there if you see a carrion uh, that can actually clue you into a specific type of species of dermatophyte. To diagnose these infections, the best initial test, so if they ask for best first test, you want to go with a KOH or potassium hydroxide scraping. And a key to look for under the microscope is hyphae. That will clue you into dermatophyte infection. The most accurate test would be a fungal culture of you know an involved area but this takes several weeks to get results uh, positive or benefit of the fungal culture is that it can reveal specific species if you are interested in that or need to know that for treatment another key differentiator here um, without getting too much into the weeds if you have just a run-of-the-mill tinea corporis you can use mainly topicals and mainstay of treatment will be your azoles so your antifungals will often cover that if it's just involving you know run-of-the-mill body skin with tinea corporis if the patient has a tinea capitis or an onychomycosis aka the dermatophyte um, is infecting skin of the scalp or the kind of fingernails or toenails, then you want in both of these cases to favor more oral antifungal agents. And then the major ones, at least that I've seen tested, are going to be oral griseofulvin and then oral terbinafin. So keep those two in mind, be able to recognize them, and again, be able to recognize clinically if you have a tinea capitis or an onychomycosis aka a dermatophyte infection of the scalp or the fingernails, toenails, that's going to be a little bit harder to treat and you have to use more of a systemic antifungal agent to penetrate into the skin in those areas. So consider your oral griseofulvin and terbinafin um, and with those medications you want to take caution um, and possibly avoid those medications in patients with liver issues because they can be hepatotoxic there. So that is kind of our 
quick little scenario for dermatophytosis covering the different types of tinea and clinical presentations key to remember is the clinical presentation with the erythematous annular scaly plaques and then from there you want to keep in mind the three most common organisms with microsporum epidermophyton and trichophyton trichophyton being the singular most common cause of dermatophytosis um, keep in mind if your patients are immunosuppressed they have vascular disease or you know they're excessively sweaty they're on pool decks or wrestling mats barefoot um, or coming into contact with other individuals those are all risk factors for dermatophytosis keep in mind the pathophys with the different fungal organisms infecting the stratum corneum kind of metabolizing the different types of keratin there and just hanging out in the top layer and then another key factor for dermatophytosis is being able to recognize and name the type of infection based on the clinical presentation and uh, the specific location on the body where the dermatophytes are infecting keep in mind tinea corporis is the body tinea pedis and manuum are the hands and feet tinea crerus um, refers to the growing region and then tinea capitis refers to the scalp onychomycosis refers to the fingernails and toenails uh, in terms of treatment if you get a tinea capitis or an onychomycosis favor more of an oral antifungal such as griseophobin or terbinafin and keep in mind the hepatotoxicity if your patient is kind of you know has underlying liver conditions or the labs show elevated liver enzymes definitely try to steer clear of the oral antifungals and choose different medications so that's all we have for you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode